welcome in. Welcome back to another episode of the Format Podcast. Today we got some good NFL talk for you. Uh, having a Fox Sports NFL AFC South reporter join us to go ahead and uh, give us all the all the good information. But before we get to that, you know what we got to do. If you're here on YouTube, go ahead, click that subscribe, that like, and that notification bell so you can be made aware whenever new content comes out. If you want the audio-only version of the show, Go ahead and uh, open up your audio only podcast platform, hit the search bar, type in the format podcast and uh, do a little search. We should come up. If you enjoy the content, make sure you give us that five star review and make sure you share it with other people who love sports talk. All right. Um, that'll help us find more sports fans, helps more sports fans find us. All right. Let's get right to it. Today we have uh, we have a great guest joining us to talk some NFL, even though uh, things have kind of slowed down in the league a little bit, but Still a lot of storylines and a lot of teams to watch. And uh, we've got joining us Ben Arthur, uh, Fox Sports' AFC South reporter. Hey, Ben, how you doing? Good, Bruce. Thanks for uh, having me on. Absolutely, man. It, it, it's a pleasure. Um, so uh, being that I'm here in Jacksonville, uh, let's go ahead and start with the Jags. Um, this is definitely your wheelhouse. Talk to me a little bit about uh, what you may have heard from the Jags, how things are going for their offseason moves Obviously, uh, the addition of Calvin Ridley is probably the biggest move, which really happened last offseason, but he was suspended all year last year. Tell me, uh, what have you been hearing about the Jags and uh, what do you expect to see this season? Yeah, I mean, I, I think with, with the Jags, it's been very obvious that they've been more focused on continuity and drafting and, and developing at this point, as opposed to adding outside free agents as they've done uh, the last couple years. I mean, this is, this has kind of been a clear prerogative, so to speak, in, in what um, tr uh, Trent Balky and, and Doug Peterson um, have said uh, since the season ended, uh, kind of keeping the core together, building from there, expecting those guys returning to make strides. Um, they didn't completely rule out adding, you know, some pieces here and there, but, but mm -hmm. the primary message was, continuity and so that's what we've seen they haven't added uh i don't believe they've added a single um outside free agent uh to this point we know that they have lost Jawan taylor uh you know the right tackle and and arden key to the uh rival titans um mm -hmm. but apart from that not much has changed they've they've uh, brought back a few guys they've tendered a few guys um so that that's kind of exactly what what the jags have said publicly is is what we've seen play out now it, it's going to be interesting to see i think in particular with jawan taylor how exactly jacksonville looks to fill the right tackle spot i think obviously you have to look at walker little um you you invest the second round pick in him a, a couple years ago he stepped in last year with, with cam robinson hurt mm -hmm. um and, and so maybe he's your guy starting at the right side. But but I think it's interesting because Cam Robinson is coming off of an injury, right? Like mm -hmm. he has that knee issue, the, the meniscus injury. And so he might not be ready um, at the start of the season. And so, and, and you already don't have your right tackle. So that's uncertainty at like your bookend tackle spots. Mm -hmm. Like, what are they going to do at left tackle? What are they going to do at right tackle? Where is Walker Little going to play? Is he going to be on the left? Is he going to be on the right? When Cam comes back, is he going to play the right? And then, or, or is he is he just going to play the left until Cam gets back? Or mm -hmm. how exactly is that going to shake? So right. I think that's kind of like the big thing to watch. And then having the number 24 pick, I think they could 
my thought is that they take an offensive tackle. Um, I think, you know, when, when you look at really good offensive linemen, it, it, there's usually a drop-off or historically there's a drop-off when you look at, you know, from, from the first, second round guys to, mm-hmm. to the guys in the later rounds. And right. so I think it should be more of a premium, uh, more of a goal to, to get a guy that could be your, your third offensive tackle really with that number 24 pick. Um, so I think for me that that's kind of been the thing to watch. And then, as you said, Calvin Ridley, you know, he, he could be a game changer. Yeah. I mean, when you haven't played in a game in a year, uh, it, it could take him a while, right. To kind of get back into the flow of things, but this is a guy in his prime, uh, he was a phenomenal route runner mm-hmm. uh, with the Falcons. Um, great at, uh, creating separation this is a bona fide like legitimate trevor uh number one receiver yeah. you know something that trevor lawrence hasn't had um his first couple years now the group he had last year was really good right yeah. christian Kirk became that number one mm-hmm. evan ingram was a very reliable target zay jones yeah. uh marvin jones um, all these guys created a really nice core, but I, I think with Calvin Ridley, he takes it over the top when you have a guy who can uh, draw double teams, bracket coverage, whatever, taking pressure off the rest of the guys. Um, and, and he's a, and Calvin is a guy you can move around the formation too. So, um, and, and then thinking about the kind of play caller, Doug Peters, in yeah, his, yeah. He, he's going to be able to have some fun. So Absolutely. Um, for Trevor, it's good for Doug. It's good for the entire offense, all their mm-hmm. weapons that they have. And so um, this is obviously a pivotal, going to be a pivotal year for, mm-hmm. for Jacksonville, right? Are they going to take that next step to becoming a perennial AFC contender? Or was this past year kind of a fluke? I know that they believe they that, that it's not a fluke, but but I know some others um, aren't as confident. Um, so uh, so yeah, it's going to be really fascinating to see kind of what happens from here um, moving forward with, with the Jags. Yeah, I definitely was going to uh, ask you about Trevor Lawrence. You and I both uh, have covered the Jags up close. You for Fox Sports, obviously me for the Florida Star newspaper. And just watching uh, Trevor Lawrence's uh, developments, obviously over the last two seasons, um, people had really high expectations. Pretty much the entire football world had very high expectations of him coming out of Clemson as a rookie two years ago. And then last year getting some stability and championship pedigree at head coach with Doug Peterson. How much do you think he has room to improve going into this season? Because the jump was uh, I'll say probably meteoric from his first year to this past season. What, what do you see from him uh, coming up this season? Obviously you mentioned Calvin Ridley, big one. He's still got uh uh, the Jones boys and Christian Kirk, uh, I believe Kirk and Zay Jones both had over a thousand uh, receiving yards and 80 catches last year, which is amazing. So what what do you see from Trevor Lawrence? What do you expect going forward? Yeah, I, I expect Trevor Lawrence to take another huge step. You mentioned the stability, and I think that's so important, especially for a young quarterback trying to find his way. Um, in, in, in a lot of ways, you could look at this past season as being Trevor Lawrence's true rookie season. I mean, I know mm. it wasn't, but right. in terms of having a, a stable um, kind of coaching structure, knowing what to expect day in, day out, week in, right. week out, um, in, in a lot of ways, it, it was a, a rookie season. And so when you think about what that continuity 
could mean for him moving forward. Like this is going to be the first off season he's had where he, he kind of knows who the coaches are going to be. He knows Mm -hmm. what the offense is. Um, He's going to be able to build off the rapport that uh, of all those like new pass catchers he had come in Mm -hmm. uh, this past season. And then you, you add Calvin Ridley in the fold, having a really, you know, a true number one receiver. I think we could see immediate, you know, like a, a, a rocket ship like you know rise uh in 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 2023 I, I think you know when you look at a, a quarterback's jump from year two to year three I think in many cases that's maybe the biggest leap you look for the biggest leap uh in in that just because right. year one is kind of the feeling out process year two they kind of figure out who they are year three is when they should really take that mass massive step to determine, okay, are, you know, are they going to be a franchise guy or, or it, are they not really going to be what everyone had anticipated? So, um, you know, I expect, you know, huge, you know, leaps. Um, I think confidence is so powerful. And I think for Trevor, um, you know, after, after coming in with all this hype and having the rookie season that he had in the first half of 2022 that he had, yeah. And, and being able to build off of that confidence from the end of 2022 um, into 2023 with that stability that we talked about. Um, if, if I'm Trevor, I'm looking at becoming like one of the top five, top seven, you know, quarterbacks in the league. I, I think yeah. that's very attainable for him. I mean, he has to do the work, but, but I think the structure is in place for him to do so. So, you know, and, and something Doug Peterson said, uh, I think I'd asked him at the combine, actually, what he wanted to see from Trevor was taking more of a leadership role. Hmm. Um, and, and I think going into year three now, as you know, as the quarterback, um, there are going to be things expected of him, not just from on field, maybe a on field production standpoint, but in terms of rallying the troops, so to speak, and and being that steadying force for the team. Uh, amid ups and downs, um, I think that's a big area where he can grow. So, um, okay. so uh, finally, before we move off the Jags, obviously, quarterback being the most important position, not just in the NFL, probably in all of uh, North American professional team sports. Uh, let's exclude um, Trevor Lawrence. That's an easy one. And let's exclude Calvin Ridley. Who do you see as being another impact player this season for the Jags? Offense or defense? Offense or defense? I think, hmm. well, first of all, I think Trayvon Walker mm, could be okay. in for, for a big breakout, mm-hmm. a, a big leap from uh, from his rookie season. Uh, obviously didn't have like the sack production that, you know, many had wanted or, or wanted of a number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think with the Jags having a taste for how they could use him, right. He's a guy who could move around. I think he's a guy who could draw a lot of attention mm-hmm. and, and create hurries and pressures and opportunities for the other guys. I think um, with a year under his belt, I think Trayvon Walker could take another, you know, big leap. And I think with Arden key leaving, um, I think there are going to be more opportunities for Trayvon Walker and, and he's someone who's still, you know, kind of raw and, and kind of becoming uh, in terms of being an edge defender, 
Um, and his sack production at Georgia wasn't that great either. It was really um, kind of what he could be, like mm-hmm. the upside, which made him the number one pick. But I, I think in year two, he could really start um, to put that together more. Um, and then I, I think just with the offense, um, honestly, Zay Jones and Christian Kirk, I, I think, are, are going to reap big rewards from Calvin Ridley um, being in the picture Defensive attention, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and with Calvin being the number one uh, and, and Christian Kirk really becoming a, a really good number two. Mm-hmm. And then with, with Zay Jones, I mean, it doesn't look like Marvin Jones is going to be back. So th- there are going to be more opportunities for those two guys who are really the second and third best wide receivers that the Jags have. Mm-hmm. I think they could take another leap for sure.